Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code cornerbooth for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corner Booth Podcast. It is episode 215. I am your host, Jared Clem, alongside the return. He is battle-tested. He is weathered. He is wearing green and white. And his Celtics kick off the Eastern Conference Finals at 815 tonight. Go, Ladies and gentlemen, the co-host is back. My right-hand man, the Robin to my Batman, Samir is back. Welcome back, buddy. Gentlemen, I'm feeling good today, man. I'm feeling good. I had a good day. It's nice out. I had some good shawarma. And the Celtics are playing. What are you, fucking Tony Stark with the shawarma? Hey, man. <laughs> is I, okay. It, is it good? Okay, so listen, we'll introduce our other, our, our newest member of the corner booth in a second. But, sir, I got you got to break down. What is shawarma, okay? You got to break it down for my uncultured Viking ass, okay? Like, listen, like, you need to tell me what it is. Okay. All right, sure. I'll tell you. So, I want to do uh, garlic lemon, garlic and lemons today, local spot here in uh, Austin, Massachusetts. Okay. And, uh, well, you know, it's great, man. You would love it. You walk right in, your Viking ass would love it, man. It's okay. They got four different meats rotating behind the counter. Okay. And they're shaving meat off the side. And so you can get shawarma. It's just whatever meat. It's like beef. You can do beef, barbecue chicken, spicy chicken. I think they had lamb, something else. Um, it's just... They take pita. I got a roll. I got like a wrap. So it's like they take pita, garlic sauce, um, pickles. Was it pickles, turnips, lettuce, um, and then your meat? Pretty much. That's pretty much it. They wrap it up in the pita. I okay. Um, so I'll tell the story after we introduce our other uh, our other member here. But I think I've drunkenly had chorma before in New York City. But we'll uh, we'll get to that in a second. And joining us, making his debut for the Corner Booth Podcast. This man was an intern for Belly Up for the past uh, three, four months. He is a boy uh, hailing from Texas, a linebacker for the Northwestern Wildcats. Grayson, man. Grayson, welcome in, brother. How you been? Welcome to the corner booth. Thank you, man. I've been great. Great to great to be on the show, and and uh, I love the energy already. I can feel it. Listen, like I, I got a text. for So the story about Grayson coming on is um, – I was shooting the shit with our CFO, Blaine. Shout out, Blaine. Um, about, like, some stuff. He's asking me why I wasn't doing a bunch of stuff, like all these extracurricular activities. He said, listen, I'm a little overwhelmed, trying to find a new job, currently working one right now, doing all the stuff for Belly Up, and running the podcast while Samir was on a sabbatical, and while I'm trying to recruit a new co-host to help me and Samir out as well, so he doesn't have to work as hard as I made him because I felt like a jackass in, during the beginning of the semester. So... I was going through a lot. I explained this to Blaine. And he goes, hey, uh, this kid, Grayson, man, kid knows football. Give him a run. See if he wants to come on. Contacted Grayson. Thought he was going to intern next semester. Realized he's done in June. And he's interviewing for jobs today, as early as today. But I'm like, fuck it. Like, that's how we got JD on. 
And he, Grayson's got to have a better work ethic than JD. So fuck it. Let's let's see if he wants to come on and work the show. So Grayson is a Cowboys fan, folks. I know. I know. I swore I'd never bring one on. I, I, I put two and two together when I saw Fort Worth, Texas on his profile for uh, Northwestern's website. I was like, oh, shit. So, listen, I ain't judging. Cowboys fans are a proud, delusional fan base who, you know what? They've won five titles. It's well-deserved. Jerry Jones is one of the most entertaining owners in sports. Dak Prescott, one of the good guys of sports. Uh, one of, if I was ever going to have to root for a Cowboy player, it would be Dak Prescott, obviously. But, you know what? Screw it. I, I'm willing to... to Mends the bridge to Cowboys faithful. And you know what? It's honestly not even the team I shit the most on this podcast. That'd be the New Orleans Saints. So, you know what? Grayson, welcome in, brother. Uh, we'll get it started with some corner booth quick hits right off the rip. First off, so speaking of uh, roasting, Tom Brady is apparently getting a roast special from Netflix. I thought, first off, I just want to start into this one. Roasts, I thought, were dead. Yeah, like I was a roast app in 2016. Was probably yeah, the last I thought those I thought those went out with the introduction of PC culture. Like I thought that was screwed. Like, yeah, they really went in in those in those. Uh... Dude, I, I watched I watched Pete Davidson on one of them. I think it was the Rob Lowe one, and he yeah, roasted the Rob Lowe everyone. Was really good. Oh my god, it was great. And don't worry, folks. I will mention my shawarma story once we get through the quick hits. That is a treat. I promised all of you. I I bring up, but. Yeah, Brady, I just, you know what, with the roast special, and I mean, like, I remember when I was a little kid, right? So, you know, I'm a little older than both of y'all, obviously. And so when I was, like, 10, 11 years old, we still had DVRs. I had charter digital cable up here in Connecticut. And I DVR'd, I think, the roast of, I think it was Shaq. No, roast of Peyton, no, Peyton Manning, Shaq, Rob Lowe. No, it was. Um, I don't know they did Peyton. Yeah, they did Peyton Manning. No, Peyton Manning was on Rob Lowe's. Uh, I see. It was a roast of Justin Bieber. That's who it was. And that oh. was utterly – and this was like pre-Haley, pre-his rebirth. This is like post-Selena Gomez, like when he's just a certified dirtbag. And I was like – I had the DVR. I'm like, this is awesome. Like I was loving the roasting this guy was getting. And this was back when like Kate McKinnon could do a perfect impression of him just by cutting her hair short. Um. So my biggest thing looking at this is one, you know, they're going to grab. So guys, I'll ask you this and Grayson, I'll start with you. Who do you think they're putting in his little roast panel? Who do you think are some of the guys who are going to guys and girls are going to be sitting there on that little eight chair panel to roast him? Man. Uh, you know what? Definitely an ex, an ex athlete. An ex so NFL maybe like athlete. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, or maybe I want to say Drew Brees, but Drew Brees is doing his own thing right now. Come on now. We all know who they're really going to bring in. They're going to bring, bring in Eli. They're going to bring in his daddy. They're going to bring in Eli. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick Foles. Oh, that would be awesome. They bring in the two of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trying to think. Bill Belichick, maybe. But, oh, oh that, would be, so funny. that would be actually juicy. Or, or yeah, Randy Moss. Oh, I thought of a good one. Randy Moss. Randy oh, Moss. That, that's an interesting one. With his West, um, with his with his West Virginia accent, that'd be hysterical. Oh yeah, I'd like to see Deion Sanders. Oh my God, that'd be great. Um, be awesome. I'm trying to think of guys who would be funny because, like, it's is it okay? So agree with me, guys. Agree with me or disagree here? But Brady's kind of odd in the fact that, like, 
he's never really had a ton of like enemies that weren't just other NFL fan bases. Like, yeah. I mean, Ro- Roger Goodell would be hysterical, but you know he wouldn't do it. No. no. Not oh, chance. no. Obviously not. But, like, one of the biggest things is for me is, like, I look at this uh, with the roast here. I'm, like, I'm trying to think in my head of, like, oh, oh Mark Wahlberg's definitely going to be there. Mark, oh. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg has to be there. Mark Wahlberg's definitely going to be there. Speaking of, I watched Boogie Nights yesterday, and, man. That's a, that's, that hey, listen, penis, it's man. a great movie. It's just a, it's a classic. It's great, man. But oh yeah, yeah. Who else? Oh, they gotta at least have one or two Boston Red Sox. Yeah. So maybe Poppy then, or. Uh, oh yeah, someone who played the same time, probably Poppy. He's probably Poppy. No, they get Kurt. No, similarly, they get Kurt Schilling. Him and all of his oh, ra- his, okay, ra- his racist, little, all yeah. his ra- all of his racist video game rants. Yo, oh, what if Donald man. Trump just showed up for Tom Brady? Hey, listen, he did. Well, he did wear a MAGA hat. Um. In New York City, which I thought was hysterical. Um, he didn't do that. You know what? Listen, everyone's entitled to the political but then, Okay, but then think about the rest of the Rose crew. You know, you got to get, like, the random actor that, like... Yeah, who somehow knows him. Well, the, I know, actor Wahlberg covers that quota. Fair. Um, okay. We got, they, they got, be there? Jeff, Jeff Ryan, Ryan. He's, the, he's the Rose master. Of course he's going to be there. Um, I'm trying to think. Who is the comedian they bring in? Oh, Bill Burr. No, there it is, right there. Oh, yeah. Oh my yes. God. He was on McAfee today. I cannot wait to wa- listen yeah, to Yeah, I saw work. the thumbnail, but I didn't watch. I was. I cannot wait to just be crying my ass off. Um, I gotta have one more. Oh, they're probably gonna have like Robert Kraft or something, or like one of the guys from Arrows, like guys who like a musical like guest. The guys, be guys, yeah, Steven Tyler up there, like a some kind of drag looking like clothing, because that's he, listen. I'm not even insulting people who do drag. That's just how he dresses, okay? The man is eccentric beyond eccentric, and it would work. So, I, don't know, I thought that was an interesting special. Speaking of interesting here, um, Antonio Brown, I don't know if y'all yeah, heard his comments. Yeah, well, I don't know if y'all heard his comments when he always talked about Kaepernick. I did. I heard that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear Loud that. and clear. Well, AB kind of caught me up. I was like, Damn, I thought I was getting a fastball. He threw a straight slider at me. Basically, Samir, um, AB said, I don't even remember which podcast it was, but he said that, like, is he like, do you think Cap? It was something, I don't even remember the question. Grace, you remember what the question was? I thought it was something about, like, do you think Kaepernick deserves another shot in the NFL or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I right? think it was something something about that. And he, he's saying, like, he's not who, who you think he is. And, uh, we, we, don't, we don't see your face in the hood. I think. It was the, yeah, the gist. Interesting. Was, was okay. So his, I think his his co- the other comment, the one I saw multiple times was um, one. It's like, well, he won. He took the bag. He got the deal. He took the deal from uh, Nike, and it's and and he goes, bro. Like, why would teams bring him back? He, and a a b was like, bro. He was like trash his last two years, and I was yeah. like, I was like, I mean, damn, it was a shot for sure. If you look at his PFF rankings and his stats, like AV ain't off base about the stats part. Like, I mean, that 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 Niners team and no, and Harbaugh, yeah, let's not act like those Niners teams were good. Oh no, like base. Let's act like like listen. Harbaugh's last year and Tom Sula's one year. Kaepernick was god awful. Yeah. So um, I think he got for Blaine Gabbert at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Because Blaine Gabbert's basically he did. He got benched. Yeah, he got. Yeah, benched. He got but that might have been for. Was it for? 
dramatic, like because of the controversial person. No, no, that happened. That happened. I don't know. No, the the controversy with the, the pig socks that happened before the season, I believe. There's this contract year. This dude, this is going way back now. Holy shit! I, I didn't realize I was. I think I was a senior, uh, a junior in college when this happened. Jesus Christ, it's been a long time. Um, but yeah. Anyway, before we diverge off of this, like Samir, what do you think about AB's comments? You think? Uh, I mean, we all know AB is kind of like he's gone just. AB is just gone the way of Kanye, where he's just about as unpredictable as a. I don't even know. Yeah, I was just about to compare him to Kanye here. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. I know. I don't know if I'm the guy that could comment on this and what Colin Kaepernick is really doing and yada yada. Um, Does he deserve another shot in the league? I think he deserves another fair shot in the league. I mean, listen, Um, he wants to come in and be a backup. Fuck it, by all means, some team wants to sign him. Exactly. Like, yeah, he could 100% be a backup. I think he could be a backup, a good backup. Like, shit, um, I would have had the Eagles take him back when Nate Sudfeld was Jalen Hurts' backup. Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, come on. I mean, freaking uh, freaking Grayson's Cowboys could have used him the year they had uh, Ben DiNucci quarterbacking for him. So. Oh, to be fair, that was like third, fourth yeah. string. That, that was some bad circumstances. Yeah, oh, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest issue – it really just comes down to um, it's it's is a team going to take a shot at him and is he going to want to be a backup because he's not going to get paid the money he's asking for. I mean, he is getting the bag from he is getting the money the money from Nike. Hopefully, still. I mean, he did that whole ad and it was pretty pretty popular ad. So I don't. But anyway, AB wants to retire a Steeler. So my question to both of you, and uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Grayson, is. Is there a way he retires as a Steeler and it's not like I, – I don't know how to phrase this. It's like because it, the way he left was so odd. And Tomlin st- – I mean, also, it's Mike Tomlin, who I swear to God he's about as emotionally unpredictable as the Joker. So it's like I could see him being like, yeah, we'll bring an AB to have him for on a one-day deal or whatever. But also it's the fucking Rooney family. Who are yeah, like as blue blood NFL as blue blood gets? Like, I don't know. What do you guys think, Grayson? You think uh, AB could retire as a Steeler and it could happen? I think he can without uh, obviously not playing a single game. I think I think it can. They can make it happen. But I mean, there's just been a lot of noise coming from AB. Uh, I don't know the ankle surgery. I, I I question about the ankle surgery. Is he gonna have the ankle surgery? Before he retires as a Steeler, yeah, I kind of, kind of joking, kind of joking. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, listen, I, I also like. I think AB. I knew, like, I did not. I knew it was a time bomb in Tampa, and like, listen, I, I do like the ankle surgery joke, obviously, but it's like the second the whole fuck it, the whole freaking trying to cut back on my cursing, the whole freaking helmet debacle, and listen. Now that the whole John Gruden fiasco's come out, it makes AB look a tick less crazy. But at the same time, it's like it's just the the. the I remember um, my uncles and cousins were at the game in oh, MetLife when he when he pulled off his shoulder pads. My cousin, who was like eleven years old, looks at his dad, nudges my uncle, and goes, "Hey, AB's taking his pads off," and he's running. <laughs> just, I and I I asked him why, and he goes. 
I asked him what I was like. I was calling him because I think it was the week that I went down to Washington to go uh, uh, to Philly to go see the Eagles Washington Tuesday night game. And I'm calling him while I'm driving down. And I'm like, Is that sh- how was that live? And he goes, It's just, just weird. AB just started running into the end zone, taking his pads off, and nobody knew what was happening. And so, yeah, I mean, you can't tell what's happening in a football game. Let's oh, honest. yeah, no. If you're, unless, you're front row, unless you're front row, there's no way to know what's yeah, going on. Be, oh, yeah. Apparently, like, the my, I also listen, I don't like, I think both sides are hiding something in this whole AB thing before we get too off topic here. My ADHD started to kick in. Um, I think Arians and the coaching staff may have been pushing him too early, whatever. But I also think AB overreacted like crazy. So it's like it's both people at fault here. Um, I I don't know the also side comment. I think the NFC South is going to be a complete like just Thunderdome gladiator style punch out because each team's got an issue and it's going to be hysterical. Um, but anyway, Samir, what do you think? You think uh, they'll give him a one day contract? Do you think it's beyond saving at this point? Uh. Uh, I don't. Sorry, I muted myself. I, I know. I don't know because I was. I was kind of about to cough, and then I. I'll be completely transparent. I was kind of about to cough, and then I kind of started coughing, but then I started to talk. Hey, listen, I, it's I better than the Chinese food episode. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I to be honest, uh, I think now that Ben is gone, there's a there's a better chance. I feel like a lot of the beef was between him and Ben. But then, I don't know. Ben was kind of being like, oh, it's all love, that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe the Steelers would do it in kind of like a where community, forgiving kind of organization in kind of way because they are they do like to preach being like the family organization, yada, yada, yada. Um, so, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think at the end of the day, a lot of these sports teams end up doing these ceremonious things, mm-hmm. and it's not really a big deal. Uh, I think AB's career is—I mean, we can all say it's pretty much over. I'm really, um, yeah, I hear you. I—I mean, I, I just—I don't see. I thought okay, so I heard some rumblings that Baltimore was going to give him a run, but apparently they just believe in Rashad Bateman. That's what's happening. Yeah, like, think, yeah. He's great though. I, I have no issues with that because I think Rashad Bateman is super talented. I think I think once June first rolls around and all those uh, post June first free agency signings happen and trades and everything else, uh-huh. I think hopefully the four of us, counting Matt, can get in here and start doing a football breakdown of what we think is gonna ha- how we think like a way to Samir. We'll do our a full, we'll officially do our way too early predictions for the season because mm-hmm. I, I think last year we did our way too early predictions in like end of May, so we weren't that far off. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I think we did them end of May because we ran out of content and I didn't want to start taking shows off until June. This year, I just said, screw it. If we don't have enough content, I'll just take the week off. I'll just do the live show and call it a day. Um, All right. Last, uh, next thing up, Jair Alexander gets the bag. There we go. Congrats, Jair. Uh, One of the best corners in the league. Good job. He is. Let's talk about it. $84 million. Uh, over four years. Now here's the here's the cat wizardry that is the Green Bay Packers. I got to give Mark Moonfree and Gutta Kunz. Uh, they're just, just due. Thirty million dollars signing bonus. That's got to be a record somewhere. One point zero seven six million in salary. 
for the record, that is only 250k above veteran minimum, which I think Jair qualifies for after the season. Which is, but you know what? Listen, get 30 million up front. It's not put on the cap. Listen, it, it it works. You get your you get your lockdown number one to stay up there. You know what? This is the only way the Packers could have done, especially with the Aaron Rodgers deal. I, um, you know, one congrats to Jair, congrats to Green Bay, even their defense attack. Listen, with Aaron Rodgers' talent and like you know a bunch of young, fast receivers and a really good running game, they could just win games on defense and a couple deep balls. Like, it's not out of the question to see the Packers going like 12 and four and winning games 27 to seven every week. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Gracie, I mean, you look at the, the defense for the Packers, right? And honestly, they went and got defense, both first picks in the first round. They keep Jair Alexander. They have another developing rookie. I think they kept Kevin King. They have my boy, Razul Douglas. Zool! Eagle legend right there. Got smoked by Amari Cooper one too many times. And um, you know what? Honestly, it's like, yeah, it's like they, they're off. It's a bunch of young guys, but it's like for Rodgers, like he's still going to stay upright. It's just going to be not a high-scoring game, but they're going to keep teams in check. Uh, Grayson, you you, uh, you are very experienced on the defensive side of the ball. What do you think about Jair and the Packers defense going forward? I think it looks promising. Um, as long as, you know, having A-Rod back, uh, running the offense, I think – you know, putting up points is going to come with that uh, with that veteran experience, and then the defense is just going to be able to play to their ability. They're they're talented. They have a lot of talent overall. I think mm-hmm. they have a really aggressive D line too. And if you're able to get after the quarterback, play after play, it's going to disrupt offensive ratings, and uh, it'll it'll leave more option for Aaron Rodgers to to put more points on the board. I think it looks promising for the Packers. Fair. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, speaking of promising, um, so I saw this headline last night, and I thought it was a joke. Apparently so did Dennis Allen. Uh, Drew Brees is making a comeback, apparently. Apparently he hasn't told his arm yet because we haven't seen an APB out for that shoulder of his. Um, I don't know if you guys remember two years ago in the 2020 season when Drew Brees' last three or four passes Looked like they were like thrown by a like a fifty year like an eighty year old. I I could not like it was wobbling. It looked like Mitch Trubisky during the uh, Matt Nagy era. Everything was just wobbling, not getting the quarterback. So uh, I thought this was a joke. I don't know where he. Okay, so I guess first off, guys, Samir, where does he go? Where because the Saints aren't taking him back. No. No. Uh, there's no. I mean, what team needs to – this is like – the only team build I would want a Drew Brees is like, all right, Carolina? you have a – Carolina? He's not going to Carolina. Dude, I know. Right? It's the only team I can think of with a quarterback issue who'd take him. Because Seattle – the Colts hadn't gotten Matt Ryan already, I'd be saying the Colts. And Seattle maybe? It's the other one I can think of. It's the only two teams with quarterback issues. Maybe Seattle. Because Atl- Atlanta's covered, they got Desmond Ritter as their quarterback of the future. Yeah, that makes I, no sense to me, to be honest. Yeah, Marcus Mariota. Mar- and, and Mariota, apparently, who, you know, like, listen, say what you want, man. Every time he touched the ball in uh, Las Vegas, he was great. So, um, yeah. I heard it from a Raiders fan, uh, two of them, actually. They're like, oh, we're pissed we lost Mariota. I'm like, why? And he goes, 
if Carr gets hurt, Mariota's the best backup in football. I was like, yeah, that tracks, actually. He is. He, he truly I is. I agree. He is the best I backup in football. So, so, Mary, you see this? I'm not drinking beer. Wow. I, 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 I'm interchangeable. I went from my favorite beer to a seltzer, and then I have my third favorite beer in the cooler. So, in an effort to cut down on my calories, I am drinking a seltzer in between. Obviously. All right. But no, listen, like my biggest thing is with Breeze is like I look at I just I can't see a place where he goes. I think this may be the first time where a guy announces his comeback and nobody cares. I can't think of one in recent memory where I mean like TO, but TO announces his comeback every year. Um I just yeah, either was like, oh, maybe I still got it. Tio cut a touchdown in the fan control football league. That's all that counts. The dude who got mossed by him and that just needs to just tell uh, football's over. Like he's not ever touch football again. I mean, listen, dude. Listen, I hope I look like Tio. Like I have, yeah. I have the body fat content of Tio when I'm 49 years old. Holy shit! But dude looks like a mannequin. I know it's he's crazy. He's definitely not Tio anymore though. He's, oh he's yeah, no. He definitely he's like he's got like like. Bottom end tight end speed now, but honestly, for the fan control football league, it's still fast. Um, yeah. <laughs> like they got Johnny Menzel out there, look like the white Mike Vick in that league because nobody can tackle him. It's like Jesus, it's like, come on, guys, no, 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 it's just because all the offensive schemes I was drawing up. Yeah, spoiler alert, good. Samir's one of the OCs in that foot in that league. <laughs> yeah, that, expl- that explains oh. the quadru- quadruple reverse that didn't work, Samir. No, man, we got the fourth down on that one. We went for it up fourth down. We did a quadruple reverse. We got it. Yeah, I got yelled at because I went for the Philly special one too many times. Oh, the Philly special. It's okay. I, I bring that up to the, we have a few Patriots fans who come on during football season. Uh, that 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 is mentioned at least once every other show. Um, yeah, sorry, Jared. I also told all my players to injure your players. Oh, that explains why I had to go and hire a bunch of construction workers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grayson. Do you think there's any spot for Drew Brees here? Do you think any team will take him? Because I, 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 if New Orleans ain't gonna do it, then I don't see how this is just like a eh, kind of like nobody cares kind of situation. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. I think it's a nobody really cares situation. I don't think there's room for a Drew Be- uh, Drew Brees anymore. Like you said, that last season it was just it was evident that it was just time to retire, and I think he should take that and run with that rather than because I, I just don't see any teams taking a chance. If anyone, maybe Carolina, like you mentioned before. But it's like I mean he loves it, his family, man. He loves his family. You know, it's so funny. It's like at least with Tom, like they kept the door open for him. But with with this, it's like I just you know I, I think you know what? We'll know in the next uh I think I'd say 24, 48 hours. I think by Thursday pre show pre-quarter with pre-game, we will know because I think the overall response already has not been great. And Drew Brees is an idiot. Like he's smart enough to realize, okay, this may not be my forte here. Um, yeah. All right. And finally, the Colts added to their running back room, joining Naheem Hines and the arguably, I think the second, if not best running back in football, Philip Lindsay is now an Indianapolis Colt. Spent last year with the Texans, the year before, a couple years before that. He was honestly a standout with um, 
Denver. You know what? Uh, it sucks for Denver's Lindsay. He's got. He's a pro bowler. Yeah, he's a pro bowler. He's great. You know what's crazy is like uh, it sucks for Philip Lindsay because he's just a good back. It's just unfortunately he's undersized. So the, the, I think teams are worried about the beating he's going to take. And honestly, in Houston though, I don't think I can ever judge any running backs production in Houston. Everyone from yeah. Amon Green, unless your name is Arian Foster, I don't think you've ever been a successful running back in Houston. I, I can't. I'm going back into like the Amon Green days when I was in like middle school. I don't think he had a thousand yard season. I think Steve hey, Lamar Slay- Miller. Hey Lamar Miller. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, yeah, no, Lamar Miller is the only other one I can think of. Lamar. Well, also that's that's Miami voice. I got to show love, obviously. But um, you know, it's crazy. It's like. It, even Duke Johnson had a decent had some decent time down there too. It's just I don't know. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, it sucks for it sucks for Lindsey. I would have loved to see him go to like a team that's really hurting in the running back department, <coughs> like um you know Atlanta or um oh sorry Hairball or uh you know uh, we could even go out west. You could go uh I I, I I'm stay away from Seattle because they collect running backs, but you know I. Feel like uh, San Fran could use the services too because they're relying on like Elijah Mitchell and it's the only running back I know that's still up there because I don't think they're gonna hand the ball to Debo anymore. But I don't know, I, I like you know, good for Philip Lindsay, go for the calls to get some running back depth. So, any, any other thoughts, boys? Yeah, that's just a good signing. Like, I don't know what, why every team didn't already want Philip Lindsay. If the Giants, I don't know why the Giants didn't sign Philip Lindsay, let's be honest. I mean, because, yeah, Saquon will be out by week four. We just have this established. He's going to miss, like, two or three weeks. He'll come back. He'll play great. But Daniel Jones will throw 45 interceptions and or fumble 20 times. It's not going to matter. I don't know. I don't know about all of that. I mean, I, listen, I just put the league's best deep ball passer. I mean, that sabermetric stat is such bullshit, and you fucking know it. <laughs> listen, Grayson, you can attest this being a defensive player. Stats do not tell the whole story when looking so when looking funny. at a guy as a quarterback. Man, that's that's facts. That's that's absolute facts. I mean, listen, you got to play against guys like CJ Stroud this year. Okay. Like you know, like he had a rough start to the season, but your coach, I guarantee, told you the same thing. Like, listen, his stats don't mean shit. This dude's a top five top five recruit. Like Yeah, man, like Stats and the quarterback position. There's a lot more that just measures them, measures them in stats. It's it's crazy. Fair enough. You know, listen, like, oh yeah. I mean, like, my biggest thing was like, I don't want to start harping on the Giants because it's not that type of show. But yet, um, but come on now, hey, 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 yo, yo, you you and JD were ruthless to me last year. Oh yeah, because you lost. Yeah, it's okay. We we because you talked a whole lot of trash and you lost. Yeah, it's okay. Let's be honest with ourselves. Whoa, whoa! I was actually pretty quiet pre that that one game. Okay, I was. Because you lost the first time. I yeah, but then we won the second time and we made the playoffs. You know, so it's like we we do we did we counted. It's okay. Joe Judge might be calling plays for Kevin's Patriots, which makes this even better. Exactly. (laughs) Either him or Matt Patricia. Either way, it's gonna be a train wreck. Um. I'll just say this about Philip Lindsay. You know, like, listen, dude was a top 10 running back in the, in the league back in 2018, 2019. It's like, screw it, right? It's, I think, honestly, the Texans might, who knows? The Colts could, like, Jonathan Taylor, God forbid, misses a game. Naheem Hines can't take a full load. They lost Marlon yeah, Mack. Yeah, they lost yeah. Marlon Mack to Houston. 
He's basically, they said, yeah. yeah. So now they now they get now they get a guy who can take about between him and Hines. If they if if let's say Jonathan Taylor got for big goes down for a game, they got two guys who can now carry the brunt of those forty carries because Matt Ryan's gonna need about forty carries. So yeah. I, I don't I don't hate it. All right, we've all been waiting for it. So we got two stories here because Samir Grayson doesn't know the Chinese food show story, and we need to tell him. So. Grayson, I came back. I was running late for the gym. It was like last April, right? It was just me and Samir. And I ordered takeout on the way home, picked it up. I'm literally sitting here post, like looking like the anime character, just shoveling that shit. It was Dragon Ball Z. Just shoveling that shit in my mouth, right? Looking like fucking Zeke with the cereal, just like throwing that shit back. And we get on the show and there was about a five minute period where I just could not stop burping. And nice. Samir had to cover for me for uh, what about five ten minutes, Samir? Where I just could yeah. not st- just st- and even through the show, they're like, like er, 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 and it was just it was bad. <laughs> that was some good Chinese food. It, it was alright. It wasn't terrible. It's like it, listen, it's your local Chinese joint. It's like it's never gonna be like it's never it, listen. It's not gonna be like some gourmet shit. But God, it's gonna hit the spot. Can't disappoint. Oh no, never, never. Uh but I also found out the owner of that restaurant like died like a month ago i didn't know i was so i was so sad i'm like no i mean then again he's only been in the he only was in the store like the shop like a couple times but r.i.p mr lee um so the shawarma story right so this one's good so i had uh so my friends her dad rents out yachts to celebrities in new york city they can go cruise around the hudson river and the island and go up to statue of liberty and everything else so for all their parties graduation uh, sweet 16s, whatever they all rent, they rent them out, right? So, um, the youngest daughter had her graduation party, it I think it was like last July. And, um, I get out there and I, I my grandma lives in Manhattan, so I was able to just kind of crash at her apartment. I took an Uber over, got on the boat, drank myself stupid. I think I had about 13, 14 beers, three shots of gin. Three or four, three or four shots of Jack. I was feeling real good, right? And um, about, I'd say, yeah, about one forty-five, two o'clock in the morning, half the group was like, "Hey, let's go to Brass Monkey," which is like the one of the biggest clubs in Manhattan, obviously. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know about that." And then like, all the kids my age were like, "Nah, we'll just go back to hotels." I'm like, "Well, fuck, I'm screwed. I, I, I don't know where the hell I'm going now." So I looked at it. I was like. An Uber back from my location was $57. No, no, it was 57 on the way there. It was 110 on the way back. Oh, my goodness. I said, screw it. I stopped at a, sh- I guess it was a shawarma stand because after your description, it made sense. I go, what's up, man? I was absolutely blackout drunk. He goes, what's up, brother? You have a good night? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, I had a great night. And he goes, I'm like, listen, I'm starving. I know a hangover's coming. I need something to take the grease out. I need the grease to take it out. And he goes, I'll give you the American. I'm like, that's a little fucked up, but I got it. <laughs> and so I, uh, it was shawarma. It was definitely shawarma. Cause it was, it was, he just took a ton of beef, French fries, not special shawarma sauce, rolled it up in a pita. And I absolutely gavoned it downed it. Like within six bites while sprinting, did a giant J through Manhattan up to Murray Hill where uh, up by uh, where my grandmother lives. And apparently I hurdle a homeless person. I ran through two projects. Didn't even know I did that. Um, 
and ran a couple red lights. Just did had no recollection of it. Just jogged 36 blocks in some J's, golf shorts, and a button-down shirt. <laughs> and woke up on my grandmother's on the air mattress, half deflated the next morning. And she's like, Are you okay? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I could not stomach anything except bagels. And then I stopped at the Grand Central Market and bought a half a pound of corned beef and sat there eating it with a fork on the train on the way home. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. that's gross. <laughs> Listen, corned beef is a delicacy. I don't want to hear any slander. Oh, yeah. I just I just literally threw up my, everything in my body. Let me eat some corned beef. I never said I threw what? up. I never said I threw up. You didn't throw up? No. I actually, surprisingly... I'm very good at keeping it down, right? Why like you, I that's also kind of gross. Not Just really. It's like it. well, no, it's like also it's like I don't really drink much heavy alcohol. I drink a lot of beer right. and whiskey. That's about it. And generally people don't unless they just do straight whiskey or mix whiskey with tequila or whatever. I honestly was pretty good. The problem was is just I drank so much and did not drink enough water, and that's what happened. So I just had a really bad hangover, and then you know. I guarantee the the meat in that shawarma was not up to code. Okay, so that probably didn't help. Oh, come on either. now, come on now. It was okay. It was a stand by a construction site in South Chelsea, Samir. You cannot tell me at one o'clock in the morning it was going to be the top of the line stuff they were serving me when I was yeah. so drunk I could have handed them a fifty and they would have handed me back four dollars change. So you know what? Like, let's be honest. I almost like I could have handed my credit card. He could have write off of that shit. I've been screwed. So. It's definitely like, I, I it was it was a that was a story, man. Schwarmer feels champions, man. Listen, I will go, listen. I will have Schwarmer now because of you, buddy. But listen, you know what also feels champions? Our friends over at eatsofficial.com, official sponsor of the corner booth, where you can get amazing sunglasses like these. They are Jared proof. I'm not kidding. I have gone to frat parties in these. Not frat parties. I'm not kidding. I'm not 22 anymore. Day parties, I've gone to barbecues, the beach, grad parties. That's what I meant to say. Um, I I even wore these to the club once on a dare. It was great. And here's the thing is, these have been stepped on, kicked, thrown in a beer. You wash them off. They're, base, they're, they're actually really tough, which I love. I left these in a work truck for three months. And you know what? They still are clean-ish. They have a couple scratches, but that's more my fault for leaving them in the same place. But razor blades. Um, Eatsofficial.com, promo code CORNBOOTH for 10% off. They are our favorite sponsor. They are our longest-running sponsor. And honestly, they've always been great to me and Samir and the boys. So listen, you want some good sunglasses? They're 40 bucks. They're polarized. You got you Listen, you go into a beach party this year, you want someone that's going to stand out a little bit, you don't feel like paying for those pit vipers that... For some damn reason, run 140 bucks. Don't ask me why. Um, these are a better alternative. I'm telling you right now. Eatsofficial.com, promo code Corner Booth. Official sponsor of Belly of Sports and the Corner Booth Podcast. That was Corner Booth Quick Hits. We are moving on. We are going to allow Samir to take the floor. We got some baseball headlines, Samir. Is the Dark Knight back in the news? Uh, yeah, the Dark Knight is back in the news. Uh, Matt Harvey, 60-day game suspension for uh, PEDs today. Uh, pitcher, he's currently yeah, in the Reds organization right now. Uh, yeah, poor guy, man. Just Dude, getting, du- getting dumped by Olivia Culpo, or not, was it? No, it was Adriana Lima. 
Whoever, whoever, um, whoever Julian Edelman stole from her, him, that like just dismantled the kid. Apparently, uh, wait, you're serious? No, that's like literally like they're talking about Barstool back when he like had a public freakout, and he's never been the same pitcher since. Yeah, no, uh, definitely completely broke down, and and, and it sucks. Uh, he was so good that one year. Oh, my headphone fell off. He was so good that one year. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. They and we th- they had freaking Syndergaard. They had Degrom just Grom, coming up. Zach Wheeler. Wheeler, like we thought they were. I like, mean, it's crazy stuff. how that fell apart. How how all those guys fell apart. The only one who's still pitch. The only one who's still pitching for them is none of them. Degrom's injured. I said, Burke. Yeah, Degrom is hurt, man, and they put him on the sixty day again last week. Oh boy, it's just the Mets being the Mets, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, they're tight. good this year. I'm not going to say they're not good this year. Oh, no. They have one of the best records of baseball, but at the same time, yeah. it's like they'll find a way to met it up. And I do have to I do have to take, you know, I haven't done the show in a little while in baseball, so I have to take a little laugh here for the Yankees. Best team in baseball. I mean, literally, not even at 10 losses yet. Things are going pretty well. And, Jared, shout out to your Snakes, man. Winning record in a stacked and elite. Well, now they have a losing record officially as of an hour ago. They've lost now four straight, uh, five straight. Two to the Cubs and now two to the oh so four straight and two to the fucking Dodgers. Yeah, that's it's like it's like, hey, it's like you guys losing to the Red Sox, man. I can't deal with it. Ah. Even though you know what, Jared? Like I'm happy I got you uh, watching baseball all the time again, though. Bro, listen, I was gonna watch the game today, but I realized I got hooked on watching Vikings while I was saying my dating profiles because you know I had them deleted for like that's a sentence that has months. never been uttered before. I was listening to Vikings while setting up my dating profiles. <laughs> I am a unique individual. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anything any other baseball news before we uh head on to some NBA quick? Yeah, dude. I want to talk about the Reds, man. Again, I want to talk about how they threw a no-hitter and lost the other day. Oh my god, this is like the greatest thing of all time. On Sunday. Okay, I do want to also preface this with Hunter Green, rookie of the Reds. I have him as my rookie of the year pick uh, for the NL. Uh, that guy's legit, man. He just throws a hundred like consistently. It's really absurd, and he's got some filth. That guy's uh, the real deal. I mean, the Reds obviously stink. I mean, they're the worst team I've seen in baseball, literally. I think my entire life. Um, but yeah, they threw a tire no hitter, but they walked the bases loaded, um, and they lost the game. That's uh, just a travesty, man. You know, it's just they're they're as bad. As I think they're almost as bad as this year's Jaguars, like where it's just it's it's a epic proportion of terrible. Like all we need is their manager to get caught in the club with his finger up a girl's butt at like his chop house. Like seriously, yeah. all, that's all that's all we need. We need some Urban Meyer shit, and we're good. Like this is like literally a equal season of the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. It's it's I feel bad for our boy Mike Berlon over at Craft Bro because he is suffering. Oh, we got um. Got us some other NFL news, by the way, before we get into the NBA quick. You want to hit it? Uh, uh, you guys remember Tariq Cohen? Oh, yeah. What's up? Okay, so Tariq Cohen, apparently the Frazier running back, was working was... out on IG Live and hurt his leg. I don't know if it's ACL, though. They haven't said it yet. Oh, nope. Torn ACL. Jesus. This kid can't what? get a break. Damn. Oh, yeah. oh, was it coming off Torn ACL? It know it was a pretty bad ankle. Yeah, it's right. Pretty bad ankle injury it's looking like right now. I saw that video. He's grabbing his Achilles, it looked like. That was 
Damn, that was painful. Dude, damn man. I I don't know. I don't know what was worse: his injury, or the fact that Matt Nagy torpedoed that man's career in one season. Yeah, probably. He's probably, great yeah. though, man. He was really dude, good. Dude, he was electric on that eighteen Bears team. Like, he, him and Jordan Howard were just like the one-two. That was a great one-two punch, man. Oh yeah. Now Jordan Howard's on our practice squad, so there you go. Uh, things aren't short, long-lived, I guess. Yes, yeah, so that was uh, the other breaking news I've seen. Uh, anything else? No, that's basically it for now. There's a couple of – I'll bring this up in a little bit. It's about uh, the Titans and uh, Derrick Henry. But, Samir, as promised, your Celtics, man, Easter Conference, to take on my boy Jimmy, the National Treasure Buckets. Everything Jimmy Butler says makes me smile, even though he basically – It is bad. I do like Jimmy. I've always liked Jimmy. Like and like, you, then you get Luca versus Steph. It's like the most likable players brigade. It's like, what the hell? Um, yeah, man. Okay, I got some opinions on the NBA playoffs recently. All I right, mean, go for it. Floor is yours. The obviously the best series out there was Celtics Bucks. We all knew that. Um, but you know, well, obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be a sore winner. Obviously, I, I give the respect of the Bucks. They're a great defending champ. Middleton was out. We can't deny that. But you can't deny that Rob Williams was out for half the game because half the series because Giannis injured him. I mean, the, I mean, it's the way Giannis plays. He's a walking offensive foul. He's going to hit you. He plays football. Uh, it's okay. That's how he plays. And I still think he's the best player in the world. But when you're in a seven game series, it's absolutely infuriating with uh, seeing the calls that just get not called. And he got called for twenty offensive fouls, which is the most in any series of all time and still there were so many that didn't get called which is insane i just think like overall the the officiating was horrible that's just the nba these days but that's what a every great sport that's every sport like the nfl was bad this past year Maybe yeah, baseball down the train, man. even hockey is terrible yeah hockey's always bad like, yeah. the, like, make-up on, calls. on thursday they were just talking about it. They were like, oh, even hockey hasn't been that bad this year. My Penguins are out of the playoffs because of bad officiating. Okay, that's kind of awesome that you guys lost. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. Dude. Oh, go okay. F yourself. <laughs> no, but uh, – um, Don't make me JD you. <laughs> yeah, that series was really good, man. Um, and it proves Jason Tatum is a top 10 guy. I, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if any of you guys – People want to argue me on this. He's at the very least a top 10 player. I mean, he goes down 2-3, and then he averages 33.5 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists on what, like 53% shooting percent. Like, that's just absurd. Like, that's a that's a top – that's a guy you're scared of. And you got to start thinking about Tatum as a guy you're scared of, like, like Giannis, like KD, like all these other guys. He is different, bro. That, this is my victory lap. He's different. Celtics are different this year. We'll see what happens. I think that he are the most complete team we've played in this playoffs, even though they had they don't have like a KD a Giannis. I mean, Jimmy Butler's been great, but down to the Western Conference, man. We gotta talk about this Pat Bev stuff. Oh my god. My dog Pat Bev! Funniest thing of all time. I mean, Captain, like, he is literally the king of anarchy, and you can't deny it. Yeah, I mean, so Grizzlies Warriors series, uh I mean Ja got hurt. Warriors are a great team. That series was just pretty normal. But uh that Suns Mavs series was really something special. Had me thinking about: Am I Team Booker or am I Team Luca here? 
And you know what? Booker really just has that, like, my dad is the AAU coach energy. The, I saw also, someone saying that. It's so annoying. He's right. Gents, it's the Kardashian curse. It is. It's back. It really we thought it was dead. It's back. Yeah. But just seeing Luca just eviscerate them and laugh after every bucket you see him, he hits a three and he's just a, he's laughing at the Suns bench. Like, it's actually maniacal. It looks like a really bad 2K game. Like, when you play with your boys at, like, on, like, a Friday night, it looks so bad. I kept getting my our boy, for, uh, a, a watcher of our show, my boy Peter, he lives up in Canada. He's literally watching the sh- the game, and he's giving me updates. Because after about a quarter, I, watched, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to turn on my side screen. And I just never did. I think I had baseball on or something. And that's what shows how bad the game was. Oh, no, I had hockey on. That's what it was. And he kept giving me updates. And more and more, I'm just FaceTiming. I'm just FacePalming myself. I'm like, the Suns are literally always going to be the Suns. If you guys don't remember the Amari Stoudemire, Steve Nash teams of, like, when I was in elementary school, of when they would score a 1,000 points a game, but in the playoffs, find a way to choke. Yeah. If you don't, it's, 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 here's an image for you youngins over there. Everyone knows Kobe Bryant doing this with the jersey. That was that series. Yeah. Yeah. It um, was. And it seems like Aiden is on the way out. Uh, all that drama. Uh, him and Monty got into a big heated exchange. He only played 17 minutes of the game. Monty was yelling at him. He was saying, you quit on us. You quit on us. They asked him. Uh, they asked him in the post-game presser what happened. And uh, in the most scary dad voice of all time, he just goes, it's internal. He just said, it's internal. Yeah, or, he's, uh, he's out. He's, he's out. He's, he's, he's been looking for the Supermax. They didn't agree on the Supermax before this year. Uh, so he's going to go is get paid really, somewhere else. Like, listen, he had one good year, but is he really a Supermax player? It's like, I don't. I but then again, here is James Harden. He's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. If you're one of the guys that can fit the like, if you can be a, a part of a quote unquote big three of a team, then you're going to get a supermax. All right. Like John Collins is getting considered for a supermax. I like John Collins, but it's oh, like yeah, everybody's getting paid these days. Oh yeah, I, I just can't wait for the Timberwolves to have to shell up basically half the stadium for Anthony Edwards. Yeah, it's going to be worth it. So oh, yeah, that's well, we here's something, uh, Grayson. I think you're going to like this too. We have. Breaking news! Yeah, I brought out sound effects for this one. Because Dwayne The Rock Johnson deserves sound effects. All right. Breaking as of... If you smell... Yeah, could you smell The Rock is... God damn, he is cooking. Six As of 621-ish, um, the XFL announced they are doing a multi-year giz- uh, agreement with Disney and ESPN... From 2023 through 2027, exclusive game day tentpole events, exclusive coverage. Each each season's 43 games will be aired across ABC, ESPN, FX, officially from the XFL Twitter. Holy hey. shit! About the that? Rock making the Rock making moves. <laughs> rock says. Uh, I don't know how it'll work out. I love the XFL for the six games they did uh, before the pandemic, man. I was I'm pretty surprised. 
I mean, it's no longer Vince McMahon's brand anymore. So I think that's when ESPN and Disney were like, oh, we'll take that. Well, because I also think like with the rock attached to it, you have a likable owner of the league. Also, I, I just think the U there. I think the USFL was the sacrificial guinea pig of bringing back spring football. And the Rock's looking at it like, okay, first we're going to make a deal with the NFL. So, like, you know, we'll have their blessing with stuff. Two, we're going to wait a year after the pandemic's over to do our thing. Three, let's get a major network that will promote us to do it. ESPN. Because I'm sorry, I don't even know when XFL games are on. All right? I've watched a half of a quarter of one game. Because every time it's on, I'm either watching another sport, I'm out and about, or I'm like, oh, wait, they had a game on that's still a thing? Like, they lost my interest once they kicked the guy out for, like, wanting pizza instead of chicken salad. So, I, I, I don't know. Samir, you, you were showing some doubts here. What do you, what do you think about the XFL? Are you kind of a little antsy still? I mean, listen, to be honest, if you can get – a football league, a secondary football league off the ground. Mm -hmm. It's not the worst idea. There's a big football void that happens. I think if you run the XFL during the offseason, I think that's how you gain a following. I mean, that I mean, you can't compete directly with the NFL. That seems like a no-go. But I do think like literally yesterday I was sitting on my couch just being like, man, I could really use some football right now, you know? And if there was a viable, like, secondary league in America, man, I would definitely watch it, man. I would totally watch it. And it could lead to a lot of people making NFL careers, I believe. I, I'm all for players getting more opportunities and et cetera, et cetera. My biggest thing, and Grace, I think you can test this too, because you, you're, you're going to play with a lot of these guys who maybe did not catch the NFL, but – they might be good enough to play be XFL standouts. I'm like, oh, I know that dude from college. And I think that's the market they have to go after. Because you're not going to tell me Sam Ellinger is going to last another year or two in the NFL if he's not a third stringer. Um other guys I can think of right now. Uh oh yeah. So like my boy De'Ara King from uh my school, the U. Love like I don't think he's gonna last more than a week on the Patriots training camp roster. I think Bill's never gonna need him. He's not going to be a receiver. He's not going to convert to wide receiver. He's too slow. He's a he's a mobile quarterback. To what he's good at. So it's like, why not have Derek King, who was honestly a Heisman candidate two years ago, why not have him go play in the XFL? It's like, I think the XFL's biggest hurdle they have to go over is make sure they have stars, even if they're college stars, to market. Because yeah. besides Jordan Tayamu. And the failure that is Paxton Lynch and Jordan Peter and, and Shea Patterson. I don't know any but oh and my boy uh um God I can't remember the receiver from Miami like Jeff uh Jeff Jeff Green. I don't remember. So there you go. That's I told you everything you need to know. Um but there it is. Like I think it's the biggest obstacle. The XFL, if they can get star power behind these teams, like get like college stars, like Okay, now you have something to do there. So the bird make it so if like guys are fringe NFL players, 
And if let's say they break out in the XFL, they can go to the NFL in a, once their contract's up, or they can the NFL team can buy out the XFL contract at a reduced rate. I think that kind of partnership will allow the XFL to be like a very watchable version of the NBA G League. I think that's the way I'd look at it. So yeah, uh, I, mean, I think football is the biggest market. In oh yeah, oh, yeah. Grace, so what do you think? I agree. I agree with you, and. Uh... I agree with Samir as well. I think I'm all for giving uh, athletes more opportunity, more opportunity to play. And um, I think the XFL can be a good opportunity for guys to showcase their talent and get noticed by and picked up by some NFL teams, like you said, with breakout seasons. Um, Something's just there where, at least in the past, uh, it's like – no one takes the XFL seriously. It's kind of like a joke almost. And I feel like with marketing, uh, that can that can definitely change and athletes can get those opportunities that they're probably playing for. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, honestly. I think, it's, I think for all parties involved, it's a home run. I think the biggest thing really going forward is that, like I said before, the star power, obviously, and also – just market it. And I like the rebrand of the logo. I like the way they got away from the old logo. I, I love how it's a new thing. Hell, I'm going to go look, see if they're hiring. Like, shit, like, let's see if we can get this rolling here. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I honestly have a good feeling with the XFL because even what they had before those six games um, before COVID hit, I was go- buying tickets to go see a game. Like, I was going to MetLife, to go watch the Guardians play the Battlehawks. Like, I was ready for this. And I hope it is a little – it still keeps a little bit of the edginess that the NFL doesn't have. All right, hold on. But before you're saying you'd only watch one quarter, Jared. So no, of the XFL, I only watch one quarter. Oh, okay. I actually watched, like, a couple full games of the XFL. Like, actually, that was fun. Our friend Savannah, she went to, like, three or four Defenders games. So, That's like, I, I, think, I think the biggest – key to this whole success is just you know get the guy like me who loves get like the college fan who wants to see one of their favorite players from college play like i know derrick Hay ain't gonna play in the nfl i know like half these guys won't like half the miami players that i loved watching for the last four years won't. a lot of these guys from florida florida state texas um iowa northwestern cal it doesn't matter a lot of these guys who aren't going to make the team Give them a shot. That's why I love the fact they're doing the open this open tryout tour. It's like great. Get some of these dudes who didn't make the initial roster to the NFL or didn't get picked up as an undrafted free agent. Give them a shot to make the roster, man. It's like it's a, it's a brilliant idea. I think the Rock, everything he touches except for um, some of those child movies he did, the child sports movies. I think everything else he's touched basically has turned to gold. Um, uh, the mummy. Yeah, well, that was pre. That was his first blood. That was that was that was bad. I, I still slapped the brand. I still slapped the Brandon Fraser tag on that one. You guys watching uh, Young Rock? I have not watched. The, I have not watched any of it. I've heard it's good. I, I also haven't watched it. I, I've been told I by. Asking. I've been told by the great philosopher Patrick McAfee that apparently it's a great show. So I I might have to give it a watch it's on Hulu so I can watch anytime I guess. Um. But yeah, no, I uh, I think good things for the XFL. All right, Samir, I wasn't gonna bring out the dartboard because you did get all your um, I didn't get my frustrations out or your, all your victory laps out. But 
you know what? I'm going to talk shit about a Texas, uh, uh, a who I thought was a Texas transfer commit today. So, Grayson, you are new to the show, so you'll learn this. Every show, live and unlive, I will decide if we're going to bring out this baby on this 25-pound piece of plywood that is currently cutting off circulation to my thigh. Uh, it is the corner with dartboard. The whole point of this dartboard is to slap a picture of a person who you want to put there in the center and you yell about them. So my nominees, of course, were, you know, Rangers fans and the officiating for the refs, the Diamondbacks bullpen. I will, I have, I'm going to put a certain Diamondbacks player in the center of this for about five minutes. But first I'm going to start off with a commit, a former Alabama receiver by the name of I, a guy Hall. I think I pronounced that right. If I didn't, I apologize in advance. I am not good with names, at least pronunciation. Good with remembering. Uh, transferred to Texas, removed all Texas content officially today from his accounts, and it was, and news broke. He's no longer officially with the team. Nobody's confirmed it yet, but that is what the word is. Uh, just the. The transfer portal this season has become, can we say, a little fugazi? Listen, I think college players should definitely make money on the fact that all the suits upstairs are making money off them playing ball. But at the same time, this whole Jordan Addison situation is um, crazy, to say the least. I mean, listen, as much I listen, I want to see every player who gets a shot to make a dollar or two off the NCAA. Great. Okay. Cause about 95% of those athletes do not go pro. I think it was that the line, they don't go pro and they go pro in something else other than sports, whatever that cheesy line is from their, those stupid feel good as the NCAA has. I don't know. We have an NCAA athlete literally on the podcast with us right now. I mean, well, great, Grayson. What about five, six of your teammates over the past couple of years? I think like Newsom, Gaziano. I know there's a couple other ones that went over teammates years, but like it's the numbers for even like a bigger school like Northwestern is a great yeah. Big Ten team. It's like you know it, it. It's crazy. Like it's a very small number. I'm, I'm very totally cool. for guys making money. I just think like this whole situation now. It's like it's been crazy. Like isn't there an FSU player who's holding out because he didn't get enough of his uh, NIL money? It's like. I don't know. This is this just adds to the craziness of um, NIL. You got any comments on this, uh, Grayson? No, it's just kind of like uh, I, I agree with you. I think there should be some form of compensation for these these athletes who are there's money that's being made off of them. Um, it's definitely it depends on the on the school and the situation, but there's definitely some money being thrown around there that I don't know if it's going to last much longer. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we've had four or five guys over the last couple of years get drafted and, um, they didn't get the opportunities that a lot of these, these athletes that are transferring and, and committing to, uh, universities are getting today because it's such a, it's such a, um, it's really a big money opportunity for these people. And I don't know how long the time, the window for it is going to be fair. You listen, you got to get your money when you get your money, man. That's what it really is. Listen, I'm 27 years old. I'm still stri- trying to find that career job. It's, it's rough. Like, listen, the life, even that, I'm, I'm a non-athlete, right? I could have worked all through college and made money. I didn't really because I couldn't. My time management sh- is shit. 
But, you know, it's like, listen, the job market's dog shit. And I can tell you personal reference. I've been looking for a new job for three months. It's crazy right now. But, um, yeah, so you know what? It, it stinks. But no, before my leg goes numb, going in the center of my dartboard, Samir knows exactly which Diamondbacks pitcher I'm shoving right here. Mark Melanson. How are you so damn bad you walk the bases loaded and then walk in a run? Holy Lord, every Cubs fan was probably grinning, laughing, and chugging beers because somehow with a three-run lead in the ninth inning, or, yeah, three-run lead, Melanson managed to load the bases, walk, three of them walked, and then the guy who came in after him, who I don't even remember his name because he's probably in the AAA already, Walked more guys. I don't know if Rob Manfred personally went out there and greased the baseballs, or the fact is that my Diamondbacks will always be cursed for beating New York, the Yankees after 9-11. I don't know. It wasn't our fault, Mariano, through a hanging cutter. <laughs> Either way, Mark Melanson, you are in the center of my dartboard. Samir, who is going right in the center of this dartboard today? I mean, I'm not – this is kind of a respectful dartboard. I said I kind of have my grievances. I went out there, but it's Giannis, man. I'm throwing Giannis on the dartboard, reluctantly. Not, not really reluctantly. During this series, man, I was so pissed off at this guy. Oh my god, man! I could not get it. I could not get any, any more mad at a basketball player. I mean, seriously, the fact that like the first few years of his career, like I was such a big Giannis fan, and he was so humble and all this stuff. Now he's getting the superstar calls, and he's elbowing people in the face, and he's dancing, and I hate it. I, I know he's still humble, but he has this new superstar edge to him, and I hate it, man. He's got to take, got to be taken down a peg. You know, we did it, man. We did it. And uh, hey, man. Other than that, none of my teams are struggling. You know, uh, you know. Uh, I guess Aroldis Chapman's pretty bad. He's been pretty bad for the Yankees, but we'll take him. With that desert heat, that fastball is coming out like 108. Listen, listen, we have the payroll size. Half our guys are me and Grayson's age. Fair enough, yeah. I think our oldest player in our lineup, not named David Peralta, is – I think Christian Walker is like 29 years old. We have like the youngest roster in baseball – one of the youngest rosters in baseball for average age. It's crazy. All right, Grayson, would you like to take a shot at this, putting somebody in sports in your dartboard? It could be Jerry Jones for tell for throwing the draft board up on live stream. It could be, I, I don't know, Kirk Herb Street for, uh, I don't know, I, I don't, anybody you want, man. I, I, I was plotting and thinking about this, and it's definitely going to be Jerry Jones for uh... – Showing the the for showing the draft the draft on uh on live television. I think it's just a sign that he's going the way of Jim Irsay, where it's like he's a wild card every time he opens his damn mouth. You never and I love it. You never know what to expect. Yeah, Michael, I think I I heard him in an interview. He's he doesn't even know the name of the star defensive player. He calls him Michael Parsons, I believe, or Michael Parsons. Michael Jesus Parsons. Christ. Yeah. That's the that's the lawyer that uh, that's the lawyer that works out of a out of a uh, a little like strip mall in Encino. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I, I gotta love the Cowboys, man. Even on a down year, they're gonna be entertaining. I just cannot wait, guys. 
Because even on how bad the Cowboys were in heart. I guess, you know what? No, I'm going to ask you this, Grayson, before we get out of here. As a Cowboys fan, how did you like – did you watch any of the Hard Knocks last year? I actually did not make that season. But I've you seen bits and pieces, so I might be I might be able to answer. What did you think of the Cowboys being on Hard Knocks? I guess that's the really the only question I got for you as a Cowboys fan because I haven't asked a Cowboys fan this yet. Yeah, um, probably, probably was a waste of time. If I had to guess, uh, I don't know. I feel like there were there would have been better, uh, better uh, locations, better teams to do a hard knock episode on last year or hard knock series on last season. Fair. But to that that point, Samir, you know where I'm going with this. This year, we get the man. The myth, the kneecap and caffeine chugging legend, Motor City Dan Campbell, brother. I cannot wait for him to be chucking clipboards, dropping F-bombs, walking in with two things of coffee, just sounding like every meathead coach I've ever known and loved as a football player myself. And I am so excited because also the Detroit Lions are instantly becoming – one of those teams I root for when they're not playing my Eagles. Unfortunately, I play them week one. But you know what? After week one, I'll be rooting for the damn Lions every week. And I might even put a put a name now. I will bet a dollar on the damn Lions every damn week this season. If 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 Hard Knocks is just as good as I think it's going to be, I am ecstatic for Motor City Dan Campbell. I am also ecstatic. I already talked to our boy Scott Kaiser. I'm going to talk to him again about this. I want to do. I want to come on for five minutes on Craft on uh, Craft Brew Sports and break down the episodes of Hard Knocks with him because I think it's going to be the greatest television we've ever seen since Antonio Brown's helmet debacle and Vince Wilfork showing up in the oversized overalls. Like I think this is going to be Hard Knock Hall of Fame from start to finish, as long as Hard Knocks doesn't fuck it up. Because apparently the Colts' midseason one was very good. But uh, the Cowboys' one was meme city. So, I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, unless the unless you boys got anything else before I ro- we all roll out of here? No. Thank you for – this has been – this is great. I love the show. Thank you guys. For, well, man, oh, hopefully yeah, we keep getting you on here, man. We had a blast having oh, yeah. you on. We got it. We, oh, I can't wait till football season though, because Grayson, you're going to learn to hate us or love us depending on the week. <laughs> Listen, yeah. shit, I'll send this kid my damn backup microphone tomorrow. I don't give a shit. Like I'm like, I, I'm, lo- I'm loving this kid on the show already. What'd you say? Yeah. I said I might be able to find one around here actually. Um, you about it? Yeah, like listen, like yeah, we'll talk off screen, obviously, but listen, man, like. There's a, I, I, I tell, I tell this to all people listening to want to do their own podcast. Amazon's a beautiful thing. Best buy, same thing. I mean, like it, it's always, even like some of the uh, headphones, like the mobile ones, like I use my, uh, my JBL freeze, the, my, the speaker on those isn't terrible. So either way, but ladies and gentlemen, shout out to our amazing sponsors, um, Yeats and one of our other sponsors. I forgot to pack a lipper today because. We are also Belly of Sports, so special sponsored by our friends at Canada Dips. Um, if you're a guy like me who, uh, you know, has partaken in tobacco products of the chewing variety in the past, 
it's hard to kick it. I lucky enough was, I was more hooked on vaping, obviously. And I, I've been off that for two and a half years now, but honestly, it's a great alternative. I love their, um, their non CBD options as well. Like I have their wintergreen one. It literally tastes just like hope and I love it, but, uh, I am holding their mango one, their mango CBD right here. It's only 10 milligrams. It's a great alternative. I love it. It's great when I'm chilling out, hanging at home, watching a game, doing whatever. It kept me from throwing my laptop through a wall after the Penguins lost in overtime. It is a great alternative. Canada Dips is an official sponsor of Belly Up Sports. Go to CanadaDips.com for 20% off promo code Belly Up. I got mine. I got a nice five-pack of it. Also, by the way, great on the golf course because I am terrible at golf. So there you go. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. Uh, Thursday show, of course, be there. Matt, our newest, our other new member, will be hopefully back next week if Metro North mm-hmm. stops making him work doubles. And hope and possibly Savannah might be making her. I don't know. It's like, you know, it's so funny. I ask for help and people start flocking. I guess I must be a likable dude. I don't get it. All right. Ladies and gents, that is the Corner of the Podcast. Appreciate you stopping by. Shout out to Grayson for making his debut today and Samir for making his long-awaited official return. We appreciate you stopping by. Shout out to um, our Diamondbacks for losing fourth grade. Peace. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.